Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, friends, how are you? I'm so glad that you're here and welcome to episode 25. In this episode, I ask one of the most common questions that I get from new coaches. So where exactly do I start? That's what they want to know. And that might be you too. Tell me exactly what I should do and what should I do next? I know that this question comes from a genuine place. It's a place where you're looking for the right answer. And here's the thing. Becoming a coach is not a cookie cutter event. There is no one right answer. And I'm pretty sure you already know this, or maybe you suspect it. And that's okay if you're not 100% sure. Because you know what? Becoming a coach is probably completely different from anything else that you've ever done. Now, I realize lots of people are offering you different, all the right answers. So different answers, and everyone tells you it's the right answer. And you're probably a little bit nervous to decide because you don't want to slow down your progress. My guess is you're a go-getter, you're a motivated person, and you're used to succeeding. And you also don't want to make a mistake. You only need to go on Facebook or Instagram or any place on the internet and scroll for two minutes and you're going to see all these choices. There's going to be people who tell you that their way is the best way. Or sometimes they say, my way is the only way. Maybe you see these ads for, you know what, you've got to do group coaching. Or, you know what, masterminds, now that's the way to create a successful coaching practice. Or, you really need to create a high ticket offer. It's the only way. So yeah, there is, there's plenty of advice. And don't get me wrong. Many of those ways do work. Yeah, high ticket offers, group coaching, mastermind, one-on-one coaching, all of those ways do work for somebody. But that might not be what works for you. 
And I think that might be where your question really starts from. That's where this question really originates, the where do I start question. Often new coaches sign up for a program and it's going to give them the step-by-step, cookie-cutter, perfect approach to becoming a coach. And we're used to thinking there, there is that one right way. And sometimes there is, and sometimes there's not. So if you're one of these coaches who are faced with all those possibilities, and now you're feeling kind of nervous trying to figure out what's the right choice, that's why I'm doing this episode. So if you've been successful in your career, maybe you followed the rules, you always followed the protocol, you created the exact standards that you were measured against. And when you went to school, whether it was college, university, high school, wherever, you knew exactly what you needed to do to get an A or an A+. But it's not that way as a coach. There is no official success rules. And this may be the first time in your life where you're in this situation. While there aren't exact rules that work for everyone, there are some basics. And basics are great. And this is what we're going to talk about today. This way, whenever you feel like you're at a loose end and you don't quite know what to do next, you can always fall back on these basics and you know that you're going to be making progress and you know you're going to be using your time well. So here are the four basics for new coaches. Number one, learn how to coach. Number two, coach and be coached. Number three, have something to offer. And number four, talk to people. Then when you see a genuine need, one that you know you could help with, offer to help them. If you don't know where to start or what to do, start with one of those four basics. Choose one and get to work. Now I'm going to talk about each of these a little bit more in turn. So let's start with number one, learn how to coach. Coaches need coaching skills. I know that sounds pretty obvious, right? And it may be, but I also know there's a lot of people out there calling themselves coaches, hanging up a shingle and calling themselves a coach, and they don't have coaching skills. There is a very low bar of entry to being a professional coach. Anyone can do it. Anyone can call themselves a coach, but you're not like anyone. I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you feel drawn to be a coach. You probably want to make a positive impact on the world and you like helping people. Plus, my guess is you're the kind of person who likes to do things well. Some of the most common coaching skills that you're going to learn and that you want to hone are the ability to listen. That's right. And this week, someone reminded me of this saying, it just stuck with me, that you have two ears and one mouth. So you should always be listening more than you're speaking. Another is that you want to ask powerful questions. That's not any old question, but that's a question that deepens the client's learning. And you want to hold space so that you support your client to grow. The aim of coaching is to help your clients get more of what they want and less of what they don't want. Now, back in episode 21, I explained that there's still many, many people who really don't know what a coach is. 
I'll pop that link in the episode show notes and you can check it out if you'd like to find out more. So some people think a coach is kind of like a football coach, an expert who tells you what to do and then expects you to follow their instructions exactly. Others think being a coach is being an advice giver. While some coaches do include a portion of this in their coaching, pure coaching encourages the client to get clarity, change their perspective, and then take steps from this new perspective. New coaches need to learn how to coach. It's an actual skill that you can learn. And learning how to coach will also include practicing your coaching with others. So you can learn some of these basics and get started as a coach right away. Number two, coach and be coached. I'm going to put it simply. If you want to be a coach, you need to coach people and you need to experience coaching yourself. First, you need to coach lots. You can have long or short coaching sessions. You know, it only takes one shift in perspective, one thought change for that client to change their entire trajectory of their life. So to become masterful, you need to practice, evaluate, and improve. Think of a professional ballet dancer. For those of you who have ever done dance, this is going to sound familiar, but if not, there's still something for you here too. So that professional ballet dancer started dancing more than likely as a young child, and then they practiced over and over for years, always fine-tuning, always gaining awareness and building skill and artistry. Did you know that every ballet class goes through the same order? Every junior class, senior class, and professional open class always approaches the same order. And no matter how long you've been doing ballet, you always start with the plies. They are something that is a basic ballet foundational principle. The plies, if you don't know, they're a knee bend. Doesn't sound like much, but that's everything. A dancer uses their plie in jumps and turns to provide bounce and spring. A plie helps you absorb shock, and it's an exercise to loosen your muscles and develop balance. The plie is the foundation, and it's important to every single dance move. I once remember listening to a ballet examiner. She was watching and evaluating a group of young aspiring dancers. And she said, you know, I can always tell how the dancer will be, like how skilled they will be and what they will be like based on their plies. Can you imagine? This examiner knew based on the most fundamental move of ballet, how that dancer would perform in every other situation. Coaches are similar. Every coach needs to listen deeply, to hold space, to ask these powerful questions. And you're going to practice those skills over and over and over, just like a ballet dancer. As an experienced coach, I watch the coaches that I train. I see their growth and I watch how they are with the basics. So yes, if you don't know what to do, if you're feeling stuck, practice your coaching. So the second part 
of coach and be coached is that be coached part. Every coach needs coaching. It's because you're human. It can be an individual coach. So you can coach with your own one-on-one coach. You could participate in group coaching. And you can also do self-coaching. Now, self-coaching is great, but it's not a complete substitute from working with a coach because you're always going to have some kind of blind spots. But self-coaching is something I practice every single day. Now, when you experience coaching for yourself and you start to create these amazing results, you're going to know about the power and impact of coaching. And knowing this is going to help you show up as a coach, be feeling compelled and empowered to offer to help others because you know how much of a a difference it's made for you. Number three, have something to offer. So let me ask you, what would you do if someone called you today and said, hey, I want you to be my coach. How can I hire you? Would you fumble around? Or do you at least have a starter package that you could offer them? A way to schedule calls and a way to take payment. Those three things. Tell them what you can do, how you coach, a way for them to schedule a call, and a way for them to pay you. Will you know what to do with them on those first few calls? Well, if your palms are sweaty right now because you're nervous and I've had a nerve, it's time for you to decide on an initial offer. It doesn't have to be perfect. And if you have no idea where to begin, here's what I recommend. Begin with six weekly sessions and charge $100 per session. That's six sessions. It's enough for your clients to get some good, positive, solid results. And it's also long enough for you to start feeling more comfortable being the coach. So number four, the fourth basic, talk to people. Then when you see a genuine need, one that you know you can help with, offer to help them. So first, It's your business. You get to choose who you want to coach with. So think of the kind of people you enjoy spending time with and then spend more time around people like that. Simple, right? Talk to them. Listen to what's going on in their life. And when appropriate, offer to help them. You could offer to help them as a coach or just offer to help them as a person who cares. Maybe you know something that would give them a hand. Maybe you know someone that you could refer them to. I am not recommending that you cold call everyone that you've ever known, nor that you try to sell coaching to your entire network. Listen, there's lots of ways to make this your own, this fourth basic. You can talk to them face-to-face. If it was non-COVID time, you could go for coffee or lunch. You could speak to them by doing live video. You could pick up the phone and call somebody. You could make a valuable social media post, or you could send an email or a text. You get to choose what feels best for you, and then you do it. So as a new coach, I always recommend that you start with one-on-one coaching. That's where you coach one other person. You really only need a handful of people to get started. Most coaches who work privately can only manage about 20 clients at a time. So Be warned, 
I want you to stop thinking that this is a big numbers game. I want you to look at your coaching practice as a quality approach. And so that's it for today. If you're a new coach and you felt stumped and you've ever wondered, what should I do or where should I start? Then this episode is everything you need. If you're stuck, do one of those four basics and you'll know that you're using your time well. And to wrap it up, as a quick reminder, the four basics are learn how to coach, improve your coaching skills. Number two, coach and be coached. Number three, have something to offer somebody who wants to coach with you. And number four, talk to people. Then when you see a genuine need that you know you could help with, offer to help them. So that's it. If you're listening to these episodes and you're a new coach, I can help you. Maybe you've always wanted to be a coach or you're brand new and you're not quite sure where to start. You might be feeling overwhelmed or stuck or confused about how to get your first or your next clients. If you're thinking of hiring a coach, then we should chat. Let's see if it's time for us to begin working together. There's a link in the episode notes, and it shows you how to schedule a consult with me. I would love to hear from you. Oh, and one more thing before you leave. I want to tell you about a gift I offer to all of my listeners. It's my free resource library, and it is filled with content that I've created to help you grow and become a coach. I call it the Coaches Online Business Academy. Here's how it works. First thing you do is you sign up for your free account, and then you get immediate access. Yep, that's it. It's simple. And there is a lot of resources in there for new coaches to help you guys get started. All you have to do is go to the episode description or the show notes, click on the link, and sign up today. That's it. I'm really happy to share this with you, and it's one of the ways that I support the coaching community and I support the growth of coaching. So that's it for today, friends. Come listen again next week. I can't wait to chat with you then. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be. Music